Osimen si accende dall'altra parte Kvaraschelia che riceve Kvaraschelia uno contro uno va sul destro Sterza Risterza E calcia Hello and welcome back to another episode of Seria Spotlight. This is episode 85 and today I'm your host Matt riding solo as Jake finds himself in Poland where he's watching Queens of the Stone Age throughout a torrential storm. Quite random, I've never heard him speak about Queens of the Stone Age before, but hey, turns out he took a liking to them at the age of 28. Who am I to stop him? I hope that I will be so enthusiastic and eager to learn about new things at the age of 28. This episode, guys, is the first of its kind on Seria Spotlight. I'm not here to bring you any news, rumors, updates or any special guests, but rather to bring you guys our first Serie A interactive quiz. So Jake and I put together some questions regarding Serie A's 2022-2023 season, which I will be asking each and every one of you in this episode. I give you 10 seconds to come up with an answer before I provide you with the correct one myself, along with some further information and statistics. You can keep score and let us know how you've gotten on, and as always, let us know if you would like more episodes of this nature. One question that will not be included in this quiz, guys, is who scored the goal of the season this year? Because you've just heard it in our intro, it was Kvichak Varadzkelia for his fantastic solo strike against Atalanta. The Georgian turned Ladea's defense inside out before rifling into the roof of the net to top off a magnificent debut season for Napoli, a season which brought so much joy to the Neapolitans after they sealed their third Scudetto in their history. As usual, don't forget to give us a follow on our main social media channels, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter and YouTube, and drop us a five-star rating wherever you guys are getting your podcast. Also, if you wish to contribute to Seria Spotlight's upcoming studio, you can feel free to join our Patreon for just €3.99 Euros a month. The link is in our Instagram bio. Um, we also create some exclusive content for our patrons and you will be added to the littest group chat in Seria uh, history. Shout out to everyone that's already contributing. Further to this, guys, on behalf of Jake and myself, I would like to thank all of our listeners for helping us reach 10,000 downloads on Spotify, 11,000 TikTok followers, and 1,000 Instagram followers. Whether you're a day one or you're new here, we appreciate you taking time out to listen to our work. We put a lot of hard work into this, so really, truly, guys, I do appreciate it. We do appreciate it, rather, because Jake will literally kill me if I don't mention him in this podcast. So, without further ado... Let's get into it, guys. Question number one. Who was the only team to occupy first in Serie A this season, apart from Napoli? The answer to this one is... Atalanta, they led the charts in match day 4 and 5 after Napoli had drawn to Fiorentina and Lecce in the first 5 games of the season, whilst Atalanta had only dropped points to Milan where they came 1-1, therefore Atalanta were above Napoli in match day 4 and 5. It was at that moment where Gianluigi Buffon got a little bit carried away and went on to say that Atalanta will go on until the end of the season and win the league 
Not only did they not win the league, Gianluigi, my love, but they finished in fifth place, not even in the top four. They did have a much improved season from last season, however. So well done to whoever answered that question correctly. Nine to go. So question number two, guys. Who was the goalkeeper who had the most clean sheets this season inside of Serie A? The correct answer for this is Lazio's very own Ivan Provedel, who kept 21 clean sheets this season, which is insane, guys, considering that that's a 55% clean sheet rate. He kept 8 clean sheets at home, and he kept 13 clean sheets away from home. In second was Alex Meret with 16. In third, Wojciech Chesney with 15. Um, in fourth, Rui Patricio with 13. And in fifth, Vanya Milinkovic-Savic with 11 for Torino. It's very good to see a goalkeeper join from a smaller club like Spezia going all the way up to Lazio and doing so well for them, really, really solidifying that backline. And um, along with obviously the new acquisitions they made as well with Chasale and Romagnoli. But fantastic stuff. Obviously, he got the opportunity to play after Luis Maximiano got a red card six minutes into his debut and was never played again in Serie A that season. So a stroke of luck for Ivan Provedel, but that did really give him the opportunity to prove himself as one of the league's finest goalkeepers. Moving on to question number three, guys. Who got the most assists in Serie A this season? The correct answer for this is Napoli's very own Gvicha Gvaratskelia, who got 10 assists in his debut season in Serie A. He was followed by another five individuals who each have eight assists this season with Rafael Leao, Sergei Milinkovic-Savic, Musa Barrow, Piotr Zielinski and Filip Kostic. I think it goes without saying that Kvitschak Varadzkelia had an insane season this year. Not only did he get those 10 assists, but he also got 12 goals in Serie A all in his debut season. Fantastic stuff. Naturally, it helps a little bit that someone like Victor Osimen is up front, finishing absolutely anything and everything that comes his way. But they do make one hell of a partnership. One of the most dangerous partnerships in Serie A. I mean, fuck it, it is the most dangerous partnership in Serie A. So if you're 3 for 3 at the moment, guys, well done. I highly respect your ball knowledge. We are going to turn it up a little bit and make it a bit more difficult for you guys. So here we go on to our fourth question. Name the four Milan players who won a Goal of the Month award this season. Who are they? They are Rafael Leao, Brahim Diaz, Alexis Salemakers, and Theo Hernandez. It was Leao's solo goal against Inter in Milan's only win against Inter this season. It was a 3-2 win in the opening games of the season. He did score two that games, but this one was his second goal in that game. It was a lovely solo run and a finish into the far post. Brahim Diaz for his goal against Juventus in Milan's 2-0 victory. He did the whole Messi celebration over there. He took on literally the entire team. There was a loose ball, I believe, by 
Danilo, a very uncharacteristic error by him. But Brahim Diaz capitalized. Really sad bone be getting to see him in Serie A next year. But hopefully he'll be ripping shit up in La Liga next year for Real Madrid. Salamakers scored a phenomenal goal um, when Milan ran rampant against Napoli with the score of 4-0. I remember the Arabic commentator was losing his absolute nut in this one. Salamakers, 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 Salamakers. And rightly so, I would have lost my nut too if I was the commentator for that game. Brilliant stuff by Alexis Salamakers there. Theo Hernandez with another coast-to-coast goal this season. Last season, it was against Atalanta. This season, it was against Lazio. He ran the full length of the pitch before just fucking firing the shot into the top corner from distance, beating Provedel. Funnily enough, you guys now know that he had the most clean sheets this season, so no easy task for Theo Hernandez. But yes, those are the four of them, guys. Leao, Brahim, Sally, and Theo Hernandez. Okay, now if you're 444, I'm starting to respect you a little bit more. We might have you on the podcast sometime soon. But let's jump to question number five. Who is the only player in Serie A this season to have scored two hat-tricks? So it's not Osimen, it's not Gvara, it's not Leao, it's not Lautaro. It is, in fact, Cope Miners, Atalanta's very own. He got a hat-trick as Atalanta beat Torino three goals to one. And towards the end of the season, when Atalanta beat Monza five goals to two. Quite random to come from a midfielder, but a very versatile midfielder. We see him playing as a regista, as a trequartista, as a box-to-box. He fits the mold anywhere, and one thing he can keep is his eye for goal. He's a very intelligent player, he can read the game superbly, and that means that at times, much like for example Pasalic, we get to see him in goal-scoring opportunities. He's always in space, he's always available, and he's always reading the game. So, amazing feat by Cope Miners, he scored 10 goals this season, and 6 of those were made up in these two games. But we will move on now to question number 6. Please name the Serie A manager who got sacked twice this season. Not once, but twice the poor fuck. The answer is Davide Nicola, the famous miracle worker who saved Salernitana from survival at the end of last season, where Salernitana were lost for the majority of the season, and then they overtook Venezia, and then they overtook Cagliari, and it got really exciting from then on, and he actually did manage to build quite a formidable side, and he even had a solid start uh, with Salernitana this season. However, after a slightly negative spell, followed by a massive 8-2 defeat to Atalanta, he was initially let go. However, the 49-year-old coach said he managed to convince club president Daniele Iervolino to rehire him during a phone call, and he was officially rehired after two days. Now, since Nicola was reappointed as the manager in January, Salernitana had won one and lost three in the league, including defeat by relegation rivals Hellas Verona, which led to his second sacking in 31 days, replaced by Paolo Sousa. The rest is history. Paolo Sousa has done a fantastic job now for Salernitana. Everything happens for a reason and all of that corny shit. And if you guys are some of those people that worry about losing your jobs and stuff, just look at David and Nicola. I mean, he seems fine, no? 
he produced one of the best miracles that I've ever witnessed in Serie A. And following that, just a bit less than a year later, he got sacked twice in the space of a month. So life is full of ups and downs, guys. You just have to keep bouncing back and keep trying. Okay, we move on to question number seven. Now, this, if you guys watch the podcast closely, you know that Drake and I always struggled with this. However, uh, we did get used to it towards the end of the season. All you have to do for this question is name five players who play for Cremonese. Okay, so if you mentioned Carnesecchi, Lashoskvili, Vasquez, Kirikes, Bonaiuto, Meite, Castagnetti, Pichel, Valeri, Deses, Okereke, Afena, Jan, Tsaju, so on and so forth, you get the gist, then you did get this question right. If you missed any of those, the chances are that you didn't mention their reserve players are under 21. So that is the list that you guys can work off of. Uh, Jake and I always really struggled when Cremonese first got promoted to pronouncing the player names. I remember the, they had an attacking midfielder named Ascasibar, which is, when you think of it, it's quite a sexy name, but me, <laughs> Jake and I just called him Askakibar. And he remained Askakibar until I believe he left the club in January and they brought in some reinforcements with like Tsaju, for example. And yeah, Cremonese, they, they fought until the very end. And then, but unfortunately, all those losses that accumulated at the beginning of the season, yeah, they had accumulated towards the beginning of the season. So there was absolutely nothing they could have done to turn the tide over there, albeit they did try their best. But we move on to question number eight. I wonder how you guys are finding this. If it's difficult, if it's easy, we went for like a medium difficulty for the first one and then we can assess according to how difficult you guys are finding it but question number eight guys all you have to do is name three english players in serie a So if you did get this question right, you were likely to have said Fikayo Tomori, Tammy Abraham and Chris Smalling, which are the three most famous English players to play in Serie A. However, there are two more, which you may have mentioned, I don't know, with Louis Binks, who plays for Bologna, and Ronaldo Vieira, who plays for Sampdoria. So those are the five English players that played in Serie A this season. Hopefully you managed to guess at least three of them. But we move on now to question number nine who was voted the best young player of the season in Serie A The answer is Juventus's 22-year-old Italian central midfielder Nicolo Fagioli, who came into the team alongside Miretti this season to deal with injuries and inconsistencies, and he proved himself worthy to say the least. He grabbed three goals and three assists as well throughout the season, but it was more the impact he had on the fluidity of the team who had been struggling with 
their midfield for the majority of the past few seasons since their dip, which is why they got Paredes, which is why they brought in Pogba, which is why they also brought in a player like Di Maria, who can also link play very well through an attacking midfield position. But Fajoli was thrown into the deep end. Last season, he was on loan at Cremonese and helped them get promotion to Serie A. And this season, he ended up playing quite a pivotal role in a very, very difficult season for Juventus, where you needed players with a strong character and a strong will to help the team get out of a situation that they find themselves in, which was not easy for Juve players. We saw some of them with the likes of Di Maria, who turn against the club during the season. But then someone like Fagioli, who was so loyal, so helping, so trusting for the team, he managed to do a fantastic job for them. So rightly so, Nicola Fagioli is the best young player of the season in Serie A 2022-2023. On to the final question. And we're kind of setting this up for the new season over here, guys. Who are the three newcomers in Serie A next season? The answer for this is Frosinone, Genoa and Cagliari. Frosinone, who finished first in Serie B last year under their manager at the time, Fabio Grosso. Since they got promotion, Fabio Grosso has agreed to move on from the club to take over another Serie B team in Sampdoria, who just got relegated this season as well. And they have, well, they will be hiring, apparently... Um, Eusebio Di Francesco so that's going to be quite interesting to see Di Francesco getting another shot in Serie A for a club like Frosinone and obviously we wish Grosso the best of luck with Sampdoria and hopefully we'll be seeing them back in Serie A next year Genoa got promoted with their manager Alberto Gilardino who decided to stay at the team and help them stay in Serie A next year um, the Italian legendary striker, all of us remember Alberto Gilardino, especially for his days at Fiorentina and Milan, especially for that goal for Milan against Manchester United to see Latrida victory. Very exciting stuff, guys, to see such a legend in Serie A next year as a manager. Um, and Cagliari, obviously, they got promoted through the playoffs after defeating Bari in the final, um, thanks to the Tinkerman, Claudio Ranieri, who also seems to be staying on for another season in Serie A for him. Okay, so that's the end of this episode, our first interactive quiz. Do let us know how you got on, whether or not you're fans of this segment, and how you felt about the difficulty of the questions. As always, we will be back next week with another one of our weekly episodes with more information on that to come. Once again, I kindly ask you guys to check out our socials on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter and YouTube at Serie A Spotlight. And we've got a bunch of lit snippets from our podcasts over there. Um, feel free also to drop us a five-star rating wherever you guys get your podcast. And also, our patron is just $3.99 a month. No pressure, just vibes. We've got the studio coming up, so budgeting is seriously underway. Thank you for listening once again, guys. Jake and I look forward to being back together for the next episode. We will be seeing you then. Take care. Today was dropping over there and making switch connection. Get anything I want to make sure I never miss a step. Only thing we ever focused on is secrets better.